shot. He scores! Sider wins it for Detroit. Mo Sider with his first National Hockey League goal. It's too good to be true, but believe it. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mitts and Chicks podcast. I'm Allie. I'm Callie. And I'm Madeline. It is great to see you too. I love you guys very much. And I'm excited for this week because we have our first guest this week. Yay! Um, But before she joins us, I think we need to do a quick Rosebud Thorn. What do you guys think? Absolutely. Uh, Who's first? I can start us off, but... Beautiful. I'm not even quite sure what I'm going to say. I didn't plan this out. <laughs> okay, too. my rose my rose is definitely our friend Tina going viral on Twitter. Oh my god, she's such a queen for that, bro. Yes. I will elaborate. So, yeah, uh, a few of our friends got to go to the Heritage Classic last weekend in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And obviously had a great time. Um, our friend Tina is a massive Leafs fan, which is sad for her, but she's also <laughs> one of the Damn. funniest and sweetest people that we've ever met. And she is a massive Austin Matthews fan. Like I'm talking, got a puck from him at All-Star Game and immediately started she was bawling. Crying, crying, bro. Oh, she's crying so I love Tina. like yeah. you've never seen. Um, and she wrote him a card to thank him. And uh, one of our lovely, incredible bosses, Brittany, got the card to him. And he made sure that Tina knew he had gotten it. And there's the sweetest picture of him holding the card. And it made us all very emotional. And Steve Dangle liked it. The NHL liked it. The tweet. Waiting on the leaks to like it. Come on, guys. It's doing numbers. It is doing numbers. So that's what made me happy this week. It's my girl. Um, My thorn is that... I just, this has been a boring trade deadline thus far. It's not, Mm. it's looming. We haven't gotten to it yet. (laughs) Okay. Okay. But I wasn't like excited. Like if it's bad, I anticipate that it's the NHL. (laughs) Damn. But it wasn't like bad enough for me to care. But um, obviously we're sad about Tyson Jost. We'll probably touch on that. At yeah. some point. I think um, I can I think I can guess Callie's thorn. Yeah, sorry to spoil Callie's thorn. That actually but, wasn't. Um, <laughs> oh. Because I thought anyways, you were gonna mention well, it. So. <laughs> I'm out. Personally, oh, I'm personally pretty sad that he's on the wild. Nothing against the wild, just because he's red, green, colorblind. No, wait, are you serious? I'm quite literally serious. He are had a quote about it today. Plays? He and I don't know what it was, but he was joking about, like... all those jerseys are brown? That's what? so sad. You told me, like, all those jerseys are brown to him. To him? Yeah. That's so sad. I don't sad. know what he sees, but it's not, it's not running green. So, 
So I don't I really have know. a little bit against the wild. So I don't really know um, how he's going to deal with that, but he is now Matthew Boldy's teammate. So I <laughs> guess, I guess Boldy. that could be my, that could be my bud. Look, is, seeing him play with Matthew Boldy. Tyson just play with Matthew oh Boldy. God. I love how you, I also love how you said you have nothing against the wild because I'm sitting here. I 100% have something against the wild in case anyone was wondering, I'm still mad about the Matt Dunn play. Um, but I'm not going to, you I'm should be about that. I only had a three minute yeah, I rant agree. about the Minnesota I, Wild. Yeah, and I stand by. I also like texted the girls over the week, um, and I was like, "Hey guys, in case you were wondering, I'm still pissed." Um, Kelly, do you want to go next? Sure. Okay. Um, Rose has got to be Kemper's back to back shutouts. That was awesome Ooh. for good for him, and both were three nothing victories. Him. So he deserved that. That was a long time coming for him. And what's funny is that uh, the last time he had back-to-back shutouts was in like 2014 or 2015 mm-hmm. against Colorado. So oh, that's, it's, it's kind of ironic. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Which is it's super fun. So good for him. He deserves it. And then my um, is a Butterthorn next. Thorn? Yep. Okay. My thorn is besides Josie being gone, which I, I'm deeply mourning, deeply mourning it. But um, it would probably have to be Landeskog out on long-term injury injury Uh-oh. reserve. Well, I don't know. Is he technically on LITR yet? Well, at least he had to get knee surgery. But they could oh, be pulling a, a lightning. Oh yeah, it's, I think LTIR. I know letters. <laughs> I know letters, guys. Yeah, I would imagine. Because they said they expect him to miss at least the rest of the regular season, yeah? Yeah, but, like, it came out of nowhere, which is, like, the weird thing. Mm -hmm. Right before the trade deadline, which brings me to my bud, we are no longer – there's no longer rumors that we have to get Ben Chirot. (laughs) So, Um, 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 guys, guys. What? I actually have have Chirot news. Have you not seen this? What happened? He's going to the Florida Panthers. Oh, not the Panthers. Oh, Girl, not we the broke Panthers. Us, like, oh, God. Did you not see it? Is this your first time seeing I it? Saw it? No, I oh. saw it, but I didn't know it was made official. Oh, like, like, I thought that it was rumors. Yeah, I just I saw the rumor rumors. trades. Yeah. I didn't see the official oh. trade. I just want to say for oh. context, this is being recorded on Wednesday, March 16th at 6.43. Yep. Sorry, but... not Central. 6.43 Mountain Time. Time. Mountain time. It's 7.43 Central Time. Um, I, You know what, guys? Before I met you, I never thought that I would have, like, pride over a time zone. But now every time I talk to you guys, I'm like, Central Time Zone gang, baby, best time zone. Anyway, that has nothing to do with hockey. Um. Anyways, um, Allie today did not know that Pacific and Mountain were different time zones. I so. knew they were different time zones. No, because I knew they were different time zones. But um, Arizona specifically does not change for daylight savings. So half the year it's on Pacific and half the year it's on mountain i think or it's something like that and um i often forget that the rest of the west coast is not in the same boat as arizona because when the yotes are our metric because i measure everything. everything by speaking of the arizona coyotes can we talk about how they're six and one in their last seven games what oh kelly when you finish your bud i can give my conspiracy theory oh my gosh i'm so excited for okay. your conspiracy theory but um yeah my bud is no Chirot to the Avs. Thank mm. the Lord. But um, Manson 
played great in his first game with the Avs. I'm super excited for that. I was a little iffy at first, but I'm glad he's here. And fingers crossed, Giroux to Colorado. Please give us Giroux. Because Florida didn't get Giroux, and they were like the other big runners. So hopefully this means that we're getting Giroux, because I think we're clearing cap space, and we're doing a good job at it. But I trust Sakic. Sakic has a plan, and he will he will lead us to the cup this year. And that's my yes, button. All right. Um, before I get into my rosebud thorn, uh, I'm going to read off a quick conspiracy theory that I developed the other day after um, the Krause hat trick. So my conspiracy theory is that the Yotes have secretly been absolutely insane the entire time and the players are actually lab-grown to be the perfect hockey players and Bettman has been performing a social experiment with them the whole time. Not that Ottawa is a tough team to beat, just that the third worst team in laughing stock of the league have won nine out of their last 13 games, which was updated to 10 out of the last 14 last night, uh, beating the Avalanche and the Leafs in the process and putting up 17 goals in two games. So to summarize, I think that the Coyotes are lab-grown and this entire thing has been a social experiment. Um, Anyway, time for my rosebud thorn. Um, wait, wait, wait. Can I <laughs> say something else about the Arizona Coyotes? Go ahead. First of all, I have watched no hockey this week. This is as of Wednesday. I haven't watched hockey since Sunday, um, save for 10 minutes of the Devils game and a whole period of the Arizona-Ottawa game. And it was good hockey. I cannot lie. Yeah. And... First of all, a hat trick on nine shots. I know. That's crazy. If that doesn't sum up the league's goaltending right now, I don't know what does. <laughs> that is a great point. Now, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the league's goaltending, um, roses roses have been hard to come by for you know your resident Red Wings fan. Um, but um I will say Red Wings Twitter never disappoints. And my rose is going to be having Red Wings Twitter to cushion my fall when we lose because they're so funny. They're so I saw my first little German boy joke about Marit Cider today on Twitter, <laughs> and I'm hey. devastated I haven't oh, seen one before. I think that is so funny, and I, I love Red Wings Twitter. It's been an absolute hoot this week because the Red Wings are doing so bad. Um, I guess I can kind of make the rose out of the Oilers game because we did go down 3-0 in the first five minutes and we managed to bring it back to a tie game before eventually giving up a goal in an empty netter, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, which brings me to my thorn. The Red Wings continue their six-game losing streak. Um, I'm very tired, guys. I don't know what else to say. I'm exhausted. I'm miserable. However, my bud is that Steve Eiserman has not made any moves yet. But he's been moving around the roster a lot recently to get Rana back, of course. But in general, there have been a lot of moves. It's been very interesting, very suspicious. And I'm really, really excited to see what he does. Trust in the Iser plan, everybody. And I mean, last year, he didn't trade. He didn't make the Mantha Rana trade until like the very, very end, like the last minutes of the deadline. And um, that ended up working really great for us. So... That is what I'm looking forward to. I'm seeing the Iser plan in action yet again. I don't know if I was talking to both of you about this or, or what, but I think it's funny how certain teams that are cup contenders are really content with their roster and kind of just wanted to hang out with it. Obviously, 
my team, the Carolina Hurricanes, not planning on making any moves um, until the offseason. And then there are the Avs. The Avs, yep. Who, I think the quote was like, they're getting creative. They're getting creative. Which... They're making choices. Which is He knows something we don't. He knows something we don't. (laughs) I'm not sure what it is, and I'm not sure I want to know. See, that's what I say about Iserman, and yet he still hasn't fired Blashill, so who knows, right? I guess we're going to know in in June. We're going to know in June. Let's see what happens. All right. Um, I think that's it for our roses, buds, and thorns, which means we've still got a little bit of time before our guest joins us, which means it's time for my favorite segment. It is Timo time, guys. It's time for Timo Talks. Because the fact that last week we had Timo Talks and we were like, Timo, step it up. And guess what he did, guys? He stepped it up. He stepped it the hell up. He stepped it up. So I think we did this. We did this. So proud of him. We did this. It's called Manifestation. Look it up. So I love how just in our little group chat that every single time Timo does something, someone has to say something about it. It's usually me. Yeah, obviously. Because I'm the only person yeah. awake to watch these. Exactly. You're the only West person games. who yeah, can watch the West Coast games. One day, one day we'll live tweet. Oh, it'll be beautiful. Y'all do not want to see me live Twitter live tweet a rubbing's game because it's just gonna be me crying the whole time. That's okay. It's that makes it's it fun. funnier. It's fine. Do you think that's yeah, how the Red Wings you. Twitter lady operates? I'm sorry. Yeah, probably. Probably, man. I don't I don't know. It's I'm I'm tired. Whatever. Let's talk about Timo's stats this week. Um he played two games, yeah, since we last talked. Or no. He played three yeah. games since we last talked. Oh yeah, three games. Three. Three but games. We don't talk about that first we one. Got, we're not talking about the first one. The first one didn't happen. That's no important. We don't want to talk about it because it refutes our claim, which is that Timo Meyer is the best hockey player on the planet. Um, he's got four points in two games, guys. That's three assists and a goal in his last two games. That's our Go boy. Timo. What did his Sally look like? Um, That's a great I think, question. I don't think I watched the goal. Me neither. neither did I. Timo oh, Meyer. Timo Meyer, Sally. Timo Meyer goal. <laughs> Our, our search history on Twitter is quite literally like Timo Meyer fun facts. <laughs> Timo Meyer stats. Timo Meyer goal. Timo Meyer contract extension. Okay, I found it. I Timo Meyer interview. Timo okay. Meyer owns Jonathan Quick. He scored six <laughs> goals versus the Kings. And those oh. six goals have come from like two different games, which is so funny. Because y'all remember his five goal game against the Kings? Absolutely. Yes, that was the Kings. Oh my God, I forgot. I didn't even know. That's what. That. Wait. Um, I guess. I guess we can't expose right now our lore about why we're obsessed with Timo Meyer. But Not that five goal game was mentioned to my dad when our Timo obsession yeah. started, and he like didn't know about it. I remember um, I walked over and, and I was like, Ah, yes, Timo Meyer, the five goal guy. That's basically all I knew about him. Yeah. His um, goal had like no Sally. Unaware, there was no Sally. He just no like Sally. stood there. No Sally. But it's he okay just, because cool. all of his teammates like threw their arms up and he just kind of stood there. But, what a G, man. Right? Oh, what a like G. That, on a big hug for like Brent Burns. Oh, for sure. It's like that video. Have you seen the video of Jason Robertson just like absolutely owning? I can't even remember who they were playing. 
but he owns the goalie with like this sick move and he just stands at the goalpost. He looks like someone killed his grandma. It's such a funny video. I love Jason. Jason Robertson appreciation post, by the way. I love that guy. Oh, um, don't but boost Nathan saying, oh, sorry. Played his brother. Our buddy Played Nathan. Played his brother, Jason Robertson. Yeah, that was really cute, except for the Stars loss. I actually don't mind the Stars. I need to become a Stars fan because I'm going to be in Austin next year and they're going to be the only time I, team I can see. Our buddy Nathan he is a really Stars could. fan and he's really annoying about you know, it. You should, you should be a fan of their AHL team. Oh, that's so true. I'm going to do that. You're so smart, Madeline. Um, but I have to, because Callie just said that Timo Meyer owns Jonathan Quick, and it reminded me of something that happened during the Oilers game, and I'd like to change my rose. My rose is Marit Sider owning Connor McDavid. Imagine you're Connor McDavid, and you're considered one of the best players on the planet, if not the best player on the planet, and um, you get owned by a 20-year-old German boy. I've got to say... Recently, our friend Grav, shout out Gravite, who's more famous than we'll ever be, um, <laughs> he redrafted uh, the 2019 draft for his YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and he took Cider as first overall. Which I agree with. And I just, I'm should. thinking about the like NHL cinematic six. universe where yeah. Nick David and Cider are both first overall picks. That's such a good point, actually. That's hilarious. I don't blame him for picking Cider first overall. Have you seen him? Obviously, um, you have because we talk have about you them seen all Jack the time. Hughes? Sorry, we won't talk about it. We won't talk about it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. They're Although, both carrying. Honestly, their backs like, hurt. The, I just know their backs hurt. No, literally, it's honestly, yeah. By the way, um, if it wasn't clear, we support um, Marie Sider for Calder. Um, honestly, give him it's literally in too. our bio. Is like, it really our podcast? As it bio. should be. You get, Thank like, you for clearly, throwing it in there. Clearly, I am not caught up on anything that's ever going on, but I like. I'm just so proud of him, guys. We are um, pushing yeah. the Mo Cider agenda, He's as we should be. But yeah, Grav Grav posted a, like a thumbnail of his video um, for the for the redraft, and this man uh, he photoshopped Mo Cider into not a Red Wings jersey. Not a red, which made me really upset, made me really uncomfy. I didn't like it very much. I was like, Nathan, you need to take this down. It's like, I'm was it cider in a Davis jersey? I believe it was. That's terrible. I'm sure that made you real happy, Madeline. Man. I would have loved that. Well, I wouldn't have loved that like retrospectively, but yeah, I would love it in general. But Marie Sider, he have you guys seen the the video of him of Steve Iron like calling his name at the draft? And everyone and- just gasps yeah everyone it's not even like a gasp it's like a oh and actually there's um someone made like a compilation of like reactions to the the draft and Grav was in there and he goes what what and you can hear that in his voice because if, if you've ever seen a gravity video you can hear that in his voice and I sent him a video of this video and I was like get owned Nathan um, and now he's fully on the cider train as he should be. But yeah, it was just like a lot of people being like, I hate it here. I hate Steve Eiserman. And I'm like, imagine doubting the Eiser plan. Couldn't Wait, be same, me. Same energy as the video of everybody in that bar in Philly watching the draft and they're all cheering for Caulfield. <laughs> and oh, they dropped Cam York. It is my favorite draft moment like, possibly like in history. <laughs> Have you guys seen Draft Day, the movie? And it's about like the freaking, what is it? The Denver no. Broncos or something? Or no. no, it's the Bengals. It's the Bengals. 
and they like were gonna draft this one guy and then they didn't and then it like just shows like bars all over like Cincinnati being like no what it's like okay it's like a mediocre movie at best but it's so funny Chadwick Boseman is in it I love that oh, guy rest in peace rest in peace yeah I would love to watch yeah, that it's 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 funny it's because movie. the more like mic'd up NHL draft content you watch the more you realize that they do not know what's going on until like no idea seconds no before idea. like it's, it's just no. a table of white men literally. in suits who are like literally <laughs> I think we like him now he's there exactly like, we That's haven't really so talked about it like <laughs> I swear I to god they just sports. don't know I, I would kill sports. I would kill to be a fly on the wall in the room where Steve Eisman was like, we're, we're drafting the German defenseman. We're drafting him. And everyone's going to be like, I can't imagine what they, I, they had to have reacted the same way as everyone else. Like I, maybe he didn't even tell them. Maybe he just got up there and just like drafted the kid. But honestly, Sider's reaction was so cute. He was like so shocked. He's such, I love him. I love him. Lucas Raymond too, his little, his little draft video. It's low quality because it was taken on like a phone in Sweden, but it is really cute. His entire family's there. It's like, you know, they kind of suspected he was going to go around that around four anyway, but I thought it was cute. On the um, speaking of just funny draft moments, y'all know that the Sabres one year drafted a fake player. You're lying. What? You know about Elaborate. this? No. Elaborate. It was a long time ago. Okay, I'm Googling. It was in oh 1974. In the 11th round, they just decided to, like, invent a guy. They were so bored. <laughs> Which, like... I mean, I get oh it, like, God. 11th round of the draft, but, like, right. every pick's a valuable pick. Like, you never know. You never you know. It's no, the 7th round, and you're like, he, Timothy, Timothy Meyer. Everyone thought, everyone thought he was real. Taro Tujimoto. He got, he got put on the roster for training camp. Oh, my God. That's okay. hilarious. I love yeah, that. So. Um... I don't know we're talking so much about the draft when it's the trade deadline we should be talking about, but I guess we'll next week we'll do a wrap up. We'll do a little briefing of the trade deadline. Um, to wrap but, up Timo uh, talks, can I say something on yes. the topic of the Sharks? Is this still, guys, we're still in Timo talks. Oh Everything is Timo talks. Timo time is Everything all the time. Talks. Timo time. So true, Callie. All the time. So true. Go I ahead. Him. Um, Tomas Hurdle, eight mil, eight oh. years. On the sharks again, and he tweets a smiley face, the cutest smiley face ever, too, with like a little nose. I love him. I mean, yeah, we all know Meyer's the greatest player of all time, but Pertle, pretty, he's pretty up there. He's pretty up there. You can join Kale and Ducky and Maury. Yeah, I love it. I love it. All right. So I think that's it for Timo Talks. We will be back with more Timo Talks next week. Maybe we'll have even better stats for Timo or King. But as I said before, we have our very first guest this week. We're really excited about it. So we're going to head into that right now. Okay, so we are here with our first ever guest since it's Women's History Month. We wanted to bring on, you know, a woman. Um, everyone say hi to Allison. Hi, Hi Allison. How are you? I'm um, good. Tell us a little bit about, wow, words are hard. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your name. Well, we already know your name. It's Allison, but your team, <laughs> your favorite player. So I'm Allison. I'm in a love-hate relationship with the Golden Knights right now. It's no, kind of all? like an on-again, off-again type of thing. 
it's kind of toxic but it's okay yeah yeah I'm currently in the off again part of the relationship but it's all right I still got I'm also uh I'm one of those like multi-fan girls so also Reach it, sister. <laughs> <laughs> I also like the Canucks and the Tampa Bay Lightning and sometimes I appreciate Anaheim but that's know you just were a Canucks fan what Brian. yeah yeah, yeah, well, that's what I we'll put together. Oh, we'll talk we're going to talk Brian about Brian fans. later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, How about a player comparison? Player comparison? Not only is he my favorite player, but he's also who I think I would be in the NHL. Marc-Andre Fleury. Big fan of him. Just the best goalie in the entire world. Personality. He's really good. So good. They used and, to be dirty. <laughs> oh, my cat. So dirty. Fun fact. Um, I got um a cat like almost two years ago now and she's my best friend my daughter and her name is also flurry spelled the exact same way as um the player and i started a twitter for her called what is her i always forget her handle flurry the vgk cat she she's she does pretty well she's got 101 followers i always forget to post on it but go hype up flurry yeah it's just cute cat pics occasionally and me ranting from my cat's account about hockey perfect Wilson, how did you feel about the flurry trade to chicago absolutely awful it was one of the worst days of my life <laughs> i'm sorry to hear my sister is here with me and she's really excited because she also loves mark andre flurry right isn't he like um, he's the best except ever. she's a blackhawks fan so it's worse <laughs> um, ma'am <laughs> i i think i like glitched when we went to all-star and i saw in-person people wearing jerseys with his name on the back that yeah. were Hawks jerseys. Like I, real, Hawks fans there. I glitch. They're real Cali, trust me. It's um, awful. No, my sister has a Blackhawks Flurry jersey and sometimes That's I That's illegal. I, oh, I personally gag. disagree with that. Like Flurry is just, he is on the Blackhawks team right now, but he is not a Hawk and he That's never will be. That's what my dad said. That is that is exactly what my dad said. My sister was like, "I want a flurry jersey," and my dad said, "He's not a Blackhawk. He will never be in a major." Exactly. Hey, let's not lie he's, about this though. He's finishing that, his career there. Okay, well, you didn't have to remind me of that. But um, I just he's he's first and foremost a penguin, but they also did him dirty. So next up, he definitely he made a massive impact on the Vegas hockey community, like probably some of the biggest in the NHL. Dirty? Why and they, they you know, he found out about his trade on Twitter, which is probably worse than that what the Pens did. Cool. Like, that that made what the Pens, because the Pens were just decide to play their younger guy instead, which, I mean, it's stupid, but that's way different than business, finding out about on Twitter. Not a yeah. business where you don't tell everyone's favorite player and your favorite locker room guy that mm-hmm. he has to get sent to Chicago, Illinois, <laughs> to be on to- the worst franchise no, in the no, NHL. No, no, no. Chicago is cool. The Blackhawks are not. Don't do okay, Chicago. I I Don't do Chicago. Um, reminder that I'm from Chicago and I'm taking this all really personally. <laughs> um, not the Blackhawks, but I don't care about them. Um, okay, now that we've adequately ranted about Marc Andre Fleury, which he deserves, I could go means. on forever about it. Yeah. Um, we have some questions for you, Allison. We want to yes. talk to you. So, first of all, the NHL Street Initiative. It's coming to Vegas. Oh, I'm so oh, happy How do you about feel it. about it? Yeah. So it, it um, premiered, I guess, in Vegas at the All-Star Weekend. And I, it was one of the coolest things to see. Um, I spent a solid amount of the All-Star Weekend at the Fanfare, which is where it was set up for the most part. And I was seeing all these 
um, like elementary school age kids in Knights jerseys and stuff, um, getting their first uh, street hockey kits because that was part of the program was if you completed all these steps um, at Fanfare, you got your own little street hockey kits. And then there was also the tournament. So um, I think there were some teams that also traveled here, like kids teams, but our own Vegas Junior Golden Knights girls participated in it. And they had a really good experience. Um, I got to talk with some of the girls about that. And it was just, it's awesome to see it start, hockey start to come to life in more than just um, at T-Mobile Arena. So I always wonder, like, has that ever been something you've been jealous of? Because I don't think we said it, but Allison is from Vegas. Yes, Vegas, born and raised. We didn't clarify. Um, But like, do you see things like that? And obviously, you know, we know that you're a big supporter of it, but do you wish you played? It's never too oh, late to start, but. Absolutely, I wish. Um, so I, I haven't been an NHL fan a very long time, but I've loved hockey my entire life. Um, I grew up watching the minor league team in Vegas, and my parents have both always loved hockey. Um, so it's always been a part of my life, but, you know, hockey is really expensive. So for just an average, you know, middle-class family, especially in the recession when I was a little kid, hockey was not a sport I could play. Um, and so when the Knights came here and it started being introduced more, but I was at that awkward teenage age of not being able to start in like the learn to play, learn to skate programs, or the year after I left my middle school, you know, to go to high school, they added street hockey as part of the PE program. So my younger brother got to learn how to do it, but I never did. And yeah, so Definitely jealous, but also very happy for all the kids that do get to do it. And I'm really hoping next year in college, I will be able to learn. Wait, street hockey is so as PE is so sick to me. We yeah, had, like, floor was, hockey, but it was lame. They did it out on like their blacktop, like it's just so cool. the basic stuff. Well, we had game still hockey. rugby. Oh. I still don't know what it is. <laughs> no hate to get like rugby players, but is that like Irish? <laughs> rugby <laughs> i don't know all i know is Game that like rugby I we were allowed to tackle so people liked it <laughs> that nice. sounds like a fun time that's a dream imagine oh that's a dream um but you mentioned asg um you mentioned all-star weekend and um while, while we have you on that topic can you pretty please tell the stamco story absolutely <laughs> i can it is my favorite probably my favorite hockey story to tell it's um, perfect my- because it mirrors um the Tina Austin Matthews stories that it we talked about at the beginning. Does. It absolutely does. It absolutely does. So, okay. Since probably like my start of being an NHL fan back in middle school a few years ago, I was on, you know, the famous birthdays website. You guys have ever been on yeah. there. And it's like, it shows which celebrities also have your birthday. And Steven Stamkos and I share a birthday, um, even though we're like 14 years apart. <laughs> but um when I found out he was named to the all-star team um for Vegas this year I was like I have to make him a card a birthday card so that he knows because he's been my birthday buddy for years now and I really do I love him as a player as a person um I think the lightning are a cool team don't hit him at all um so yeah and so I made him this little birthday card and I gave it to um, one of our NHL power player people and she got it to Stamkos and they took pictures of him reading the card um, and of Hedman who was also at All-Star was was right next to him leaning over reading it 
that was the best part. I feel like you could see what Yes, Hedman was so curious. And then I feel like you could see Vassie's legs in one of the other photos. Mm-hmm. So um, that was just a really cool experience was, um, I don't know, Stamkos can you see a birthday card from me. Uh, and they got oh, pictures of it. It makes me incredibly happy. That's so wonderful. That's so sweet. I love it. Was it was a big day I, for the group chat. Big day was, for the yes. group chat. Whenever, whenever we were all together in person. Yeah. <laughs> we were together when it happened. Yeah. But we were it was still big for the group chat. <laughs> we were still sharing <laughs> the pictures in the group chat. Yes. I my favorite part was Headman reading over. Me his too. I that was, was so cute. So it was cute. so precious. It was also um, like a little baby card too. Yeah, it was, just it was so cute. And they're so massive. The most little baby part. Like, <laughs> you couldn't take like bags really into T-Mobile. So I was like, I need to make a tiny card that can fit in my wallet <laughs> so I can get this into T-Mobile. That's so smart. he got a little baby birthday card. It's so cute. It was adorable. It was adorable. I loved it. Um, we'll put a visual on our Instagram. Of course. <laughs> I of love course. finding a way to sneak that into like every single time we record. I think it's really exactly. funny. Follow Mitts and Chicks Pod on Instagram, guys. And Twitter now. Um, and yeah, Twitter, but there's no pod. Twitter. The Twitter one is just Mitts and Chicks. There's no pod. And that, that we should have. We should have foreseen that, honestly. We should have made things easier. It's fine. Um, anyway. Um, all right. So we went over a little bit, uh, you know, what it's like being a newer NHL fan and not growing up really in a typical hockey market. But now that we've talked a little bit about the Knights, tell us what you're thinking on their postseason chances. They've been like a little bit on the brink of a wild card spot for a while. What do you think is going to happen there? How do you even I... think playoffs? I'm really hoping they don't make the playoffs. <laughs> Me too. Oh, Avenge the ass. Hot take. Good for answer. I am salty. I am petty. I am still upset about last summer and the events that unfolded. Uh, so I am hoping that the Golden Knights learn their lesson about trading good players mm. for nothing. So true. And um, maybe something happens to the coaching staff or the management. Wait, did you really boycott the Knights because of Flurry for a little bit? Because I've been playing the Canes for like two months at the game. No, I've because of is, Tony D'Angelo. I'm not kidding. This is genuinely like I I have not been watching as many games. I'm caring more about the Canucks and the Lightning. I I don't know if this okay because like as a newer NHL fan, I don't know if this is normal, but I just I felt genuinely hurt because no, Flurry was Vegas's valid. player, mm-hmm. and no reason to be traded away. He, he was the face of the team. The face of the team. He was what they, like, he was the face of the franchise when they like first mm-hmm. like announced the team and stuff in Vegas and like got when they were getting everything finalized. So, yeah, I oh, and I'm also because I absolutely loved Gerard Gallant um, when he was the coach for the Knights, and you know they brutally fired him um, after a seemingly now small losing streak compared to what they've been dealing with lately. Um, it's been pretty bad lately and you know DeBoer hasn't gotten any pushback so I'm I don't know if they don't make the playoffs it'll be our first time in our little franchise history yay I think it's so so messed up to me that the Golden Knights have existed for five seasons is that it five seasons and they're already like they already feel like they're due for a cup. They're already like, when, when's, when are well, we getting our cup? Like, when's was, the Stanley Cup time? I thought it was kind of valid the first year because we just were like, 
kind of like the underdog team a little bit like no one no, expected we were completely overpowered completely OP. shouldn't have gotten that far in your first year anyway <laughs> it was sorry. so no i thought it was so it was like the best the city loved it it was the best feeling ever it was their first home game was um a few days after the vegas shooting so it was mm-hmm. they've have such a strong like the team has such a strong connection to the city and them getting to the finals and almost getting the cup um it was, I don't know, I feel like it was kind of powerful for Las Vegas. So it was really cool to see because the city had been through a really hard time. And so for this like, new sports I know, I, team to see something like this. I, I stopped being, being a Vegas movie. hater when I watched a movie about them. I don't even yeah. know. What, have you seen that documentary? Yeah, yeah. I have. Has anyone else? Maybe I, I, knew what it was called. I don't like Vegas. You should watch it. I should watch it because okay. I don't like them. Lately, I've been saying that my favorite team was the Golden Knights in their inaugural season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> what makes me kind of sad, though, is like not to defend them, but like the Golden Knights having so much success in their first season gave the Kraken such high expectations. Yeah. And I don't know. I just I feel bad for the Kraken, the fact the Kraken, that they like, I don't know. haven't been able to reach these expectations set by the yeah. Knights. Even I though, don't know I mean, if it's like... Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's just like they've been doing like what an expansion team in their first year should do, like still working out, like working out the differences, working things out, probably low scoring, and then they'll like come up. And yeah, Vegas was a little OP their first year. Yeah. But I just I feel this makes me feel bad for the Kraken a little bit just because of expectations because I do I do have like a secret love for the Kraken somewhere deep down I don't know why no me but it's because I I feel bad for them (laughs) yeah Yeah, I I thought they were cute I was gonna say like I don't know what it oh sorry Madeline I was just gonna say that I don't know what it is if it's like vibes or just like the city if I have like some secret deep down like distaste for Las Vegas but oh I do no offense (laughs) Alice yeah okay that too but like (laughs) Like when Vegas first started, maybe it was just because they were so good and I didn't think they deserved to be that good their first season. But I was like, I hate the Golden Knights. I'm officially a Las Vegas Golden Knights hater. But the Seattle Kraken, I've been championing them as like <laughs> since they were announced. I was like, go Kraken. I'm a Kraken fan now. Maybe it's just because I like their color scheme better. I don't know. But oh, I love their arena. Climate um, pledge me, is so cool. Me yeah. until they started scratching Hayden Flurry. We'll talk about that. Right? Episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a we'll Flurry supporter. We'll across I was a Kraken. I was a Kraken defender, boys. and I've been a Kraken hater recently. But okay, in defensive expansion teams, obviously what Vegas did was like completely unprecedented um, in their mm-hmm. first season, and was incredible to watch, and is not common. But when you really sit down to think about it, like if you get lucky during an expansion draft there are guys unprotected who are like second liners like on occasion mm-hmm. like you really never or know mark andre fleury fact <laughs> or not and so like yeah. by the time you put a team together like if your third and fourth lines are like second third line players in the league exactly no that's a because that like makes sense yeah, that's what okay. Vegas was. That was the only time I've agreed with their strategy was their expansion draft because mm-hmm. it's like I don't. There wasn't an unfair advantage. They Vegas just knew what they wanted and were able to find the players that other people were just looking over, and they they all got lucky and worked really well together um, when it came time for like preseason and stuff, and it just carried with. Well, Seattle made some weird choices. They knew what they wanted, and it did not work out for them. <laughs> That's true. Nope. That's fair. They also didn't have Mark Andre Fleury. <laughs> yeah, facts. Mark Andre Fleury. Carrie Price. As you can Except, see, Except, I mean, Andre... not now. I hope Carrie yeah. Price is doing well. 
Yeah, me too. Mark Andre <laughs> Fleury is the reason the Golden Knights were successful because our first season without him. Yep. Is... Yep. Not going. And right. you know, I that's... love. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Um, part of why like Gallant was fired in the first place was because we were on a losing streak because Fleury's father had passed away, and so mm. he was out dealing with that. And when he came back, he wasn't at his prime. So, and I think that's completely valid. I mean, players are human too, but they just fired Glant again out of cold blood. And yeah. now without Flurry and some of our other good players like Tuck, who was doing really well before he was traded to the Sabres, um, we're not winning at all. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I love the way Allison is slipping between like certified Las Vegas Golden Knights hate account and like... <laughs> golden knight sympathizer i think it's i'm the, the duality of man <laughs> yes i i am a com- i was a complete golden knight sympathizer last year for the most part because yeah. it, it all started when gallant was fired i was like damn this isn't what is what it was going to be and then flurry last year you know i found out yeah. on my way to work last summer oh yeah no. i stopped at like a starbucks Brutal. or something and i like saw like the athletic notification on my phone and i actually Ugh. cried it I really cried. It, I thought it was. I had to like. It well, read, like Twitter. Twitter is not a good place for information, but I had to go to like my accurate sources on Twitter to figure this out. Gravitize. Elia <laughs> Friedman. <laughs> Gravitize. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, my that. man, Jesse Jesse Granger. Mm, of course. Um, okay, so that's enough about the stupid Las Vegas goal. Who even cares about the Golden Knights? Who cares? We're here. I You're think we it's... should play a game to separate when we talk about hockey, when we talk about oh, like Allison's personal life. Oh, this is a good... Okay, I, <laughs> I was going to say... Toss the fun in the middle. Let's talk okay. about Allison, but instead of talking about Allison, we're actually going to talk more about the Golden Knights, but it's it's fun this time. We and promise. then we'll talk about Allison, because we, we have, have a game so much excitement. I'm so excited. Callie, go ahead. Oh, we forgot to come up with like a fun name for this game, so let's call it... Um, guess that tweet... <laughs> <laughs> Since we all have Creative. very intense opinions on the Golden Knights Twitter. Oh God! So Although, shout out! Wait, I have to do a quick shout out to the members of the Vegas Golden Knights social team that a few of us met in Vegas in the bathroom. Um, we befriended these women as people do in women's restrooms by mm, just talking to them. So Can't even remember how it happened. Um, they did, in fact, work for Vegas in the social department and they were telling us about what the mascots looked like as they got undressed which was <laughs> a great conversation to have at um 4 p.m we love you Chance. in Vegas in a bathroom yeah. <laughs> and it was a great time and as much as I hate to see them on my timeline I hope they're doing well yeah, yeah. um I think each of the three of us Callie Madeline and I should read one and then okay. let Allison guess so, Allison, if you didn't pick up on it already, we're going to read three tweets. One of them is by the Las Vegas Golden Knights <laughs> official Twitter account. You have to guess which one it is. <laughs> All right, let's go round one, baby. I'll start. The first tweet is, to everyone in Canada outside of BC, you're welcome. The second tweet is, is a hot dog a sandwich? The third tweet is, oh no, this posted? was just supposed to be in the drafts okay so i know the first one the one ali said that was the kings i think um it's you the i don't know it's hard 
the second one is definitely something that I should say like because I have those stupid polls all the time that are like nothing to, they're like second intermission poll and it's like <laughs> like cats or dogs it's like nobody cares but also the third one is also something they would do I don't know I, I'm kind of leaning more towards the second one good job okay, right. okay thank you thank you That's one person. for one First one you're right was the LA Kings, and then the one about the drafts was the New Jersey Devils. All right, round two. Um, can I please do the third one for round two because that one makes <laughs> yes. me laugh. Thank you. Why not? <laughs> I'll do the first one then. Punching and stuff. <laughs> okay, the second tweet is really took you thirty minutes to come up with this joke. We've heard from every single troll. <laughs> third one shit i'm not gonna be able to get through that okay i can do this the third one is at la kings oh so cute like a little puppy yapping for attention let us know if you need someone to show you how to hang that banner which one's the night's tweet okay i feel like the third one is supposed to throw me off the trail because of the golden knights um repeatedly asking for puppy pics but um um i'm sorry i love that tweet so much wait callie say yours again punching and stuff that one so stupid two for two girl (laughs) wow (laughs) you just have to base it off the stupidity level round three is a hard one i know we actually yeah okay um i can start this one the first tweet is dog pics would help the second tweet is dog pics appreciated and the third tweet is puppy pics please third one puppy pics please this one was actually a trick we kind of we fooled you it was what it was oh They're i was like from the golden oh, because all of the... them were tweeted <laughs> were the biggest golden <laughs> wait can i, I say something real fast about just... my favorite tweet about <laughs> it's the third one is directly from my bookmarks on Twitter. Because it's, it's puppy pics, please. But this Which, was tweeted during the Avs Vegas um, yes. playoff series last year. And so someone replies in the comments with a picture of Bernie, the Avs mascot, since he's a dog and you're asking for dog pics. And he I remember that. Just shut the fuck up. Yes. It's so funny. That one, because that tweet and like with that exact like thread is like ingrained in my memory. That's why you picked that one so quickly. Well, you know. Absolutely. I, I knew okay. it was, it's the puppies. Okay, we have one more round, and this one you have to pick which one is not a Golden Knights tweet because we had too many Golden Knights tweets that we liked so much that we wanted to put them all in. So for this one, you have to guess which one is was not, not tweeted by the okay. Golden Knights. Okay. Okay. Your first tweet is, can we answer this question for our friend Noah? Is a boneless wing the same thing <laughs> as a chicken nugget? <laughs> this is absolutely a Golden Knights tweet. The second tweet is, cue the bot Twitter accounts telling us we're bad. And the third tweet is, since my boss is probably asleep, just wanted to share this Halo clip, clip I hit the other day. <laughs> this is hard. I, hmm. I think the second one is not the Golden Knights. So close. It was the third one. Oh, it was, it was the, the Okay, the, I, was, I was stuck. I... Yeah, the third one is actually from the San Jose Barracudas, which is the um shark, oh, the shark. AHL team. And I like, hate the Barracudas. Literally, it's a clip of him like trip doing getting a triple kill on Halo, 
It's so funny. <laughs> it was posted Wait, oh, like a I, week I ago. do remember that now. I that's so pretty funny. recent. Yeah. Well, thank like you for cartoons. playing our fun little game. Of course, that was really good. I really enjoyed it's that a fun game. That was I, fun. I I enjoyed reading those tweets. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed hearing them. Now let's talk about Allison. Allison oh time. Allison. Her favorite topic. Me too. So Allison, you're an artist, and you you're could... quite a good one, if I don't <laughs> mind saying so myself. Oh, I'm glad you guys so, think so. Do you see any kind of future in it? And like you know like with all these like new like this warm-up jersey thing going on in the nhl like would you ever be interested in maybe designing one for the knights oh absolutely if i am qualified enough for them to allow me to design um, a warm-up jersey i would be so happy to um i really love have gotten into because i um do social media stuff for hockey girls on instagram go follow them i was just gonna bring that up they're so awesome Um, thank you it was it was started by our fellow power power player alero she's incredible um you should you guys should have her on for women's history oh for sure for sure he's so cool um but yeah so i've been doing social media for hockey girls um and really getting into graphic design on like hand drawing and that kind of stuff and I absolutely love it. Um, I don't think it's going to be what my career is, uh, but I'm always a creative artsy person and getting to combine it with my love for hockey is really fun. I Hockey players are so fun to draw. Like, oh, yeah. All the different I, I jerseys, was, it's so colorful. I love it. I was going to bring up hockey girls, so you just made that so much easier for me. And <laughs> yes. so and the graphics are incredible. Artist, Check them out. They are. Check them out. Hockey Girls on Instagram. It's girls with a Z at the end instead of an S. They're awesome. Allison, Alero, everyone is incredible over there. But in addition to being an artist, you are also a woman in STEM. Um, <laughs> you're so cool for that. So our question is analytics, question mark? Um, question. I'm trying to get there. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'll help you. Uh, yes, please. I've always wanted to. I think analytics are so cool. I'm really into statistics. I think it's so interesting. Numbers, they just itch my little brain scratch. But I, um, <laughs> I am not very good with it, especially like just pulling it out of my head yet. Um, you know, because I am a newer NHL fan. Like when I was eight, I don't know if statistics existed for the Las Vegas Wranglers a tiny ECHL team but <laughs> definitely want to get more into them I'm better with like goalies because I I'm a, I'm a goalie girl I got it I love goalies um Marc-Andre Fleury um got opinions about goalie analytics but I I definitely want to get more into it understand it more my dad and I like to live calculate save percentages when we're watching really <laughs> horrible games. Like the other day, we were That's talking great. earlier in the episode um, about the Arizona Ottawa game. Yes. Um, and like after that, after that, Hattie, my dad and I are like 0. 0.66, <laughs> like three goals on nine shots. But That's really good. Yeah. Anyways, I, definitely I, I, have a theory, I have a theory that math brained people gravitate towards hockey. That makes anyone, a lot of sense. Is yeah, anyone no. else a math person in here? I'm taking stats this year and I'm pretty good at it, but I don't like math. Well, see, I, I hate math, math, but I'm a math brained person. Like I have to admit. And I think that by far hockey has the most fascinating yeah. dance metrics out of any sport. Definitely. I agree. And like I the agree. most underlying numbers and you can spend the most amount of time with it and it can mean 
a million and one different things. So yeah, that's my theory. If anyone else can confirm or deny yeah. any of our buddies. I think so. Um, I'll do a little poll on Instagram. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. My I like the Vegas Golden Knights over here. God. <laughs> <laughs> My boyfriend, Brian, um, also a power player alumni, he is extremely math-brained and knows literally every hockey statistic out there, like, no matter what it is about. Um, any player from, like, I don't know, probably the 2000s to now, he's really good with. Like, we do hockey trivia together sometimes, and I'm just, I sit there just watching him, like, because I, I can do, like, 2015 to now with, like, all the good stuff, but I just he's so good at hockey trivia and analytics it's crazy and he's oh, also insanely so good at like calculus so oh, and statistics imagine like, you're so ahead of us because we were gonna bring up Brallison but before we get to Brallison before we get to Brallison we wanted to talk to you a little about a little <laughs> we wanted to talk to you a little bit about mental health and sports we're gonna oh, do yes. um an episode about this later on because it's I, I know it's something that we're all passionate about but mm-hmm. I know that it's particularly something that you're passionate about so we wanted to bring Absolutely. it up with you and give you the floor to talk about that okay mental health and sports I think it is the most important thing a team could focus on um I so I you know have had my own struggle with mental health specifically anxiety and um when Robin Leonard was traded to the Golden Knights I was really excited because he's probably one of the most um, vocal NHL players about mental health support and has continued to be. And I just, um, I think it's so important because after the COVID-19 pandemic, I think we've all gotten a little more open about how it's like an everyone struggle and not just like a like certain few people and it's become less stigmatized. And um, I think with hockey people like players have been starting to talk about it more and it's been really incredible to see. Um, and I want more of it. I really want more of it. Um, I'm trying to get our NHL marketing people to do um, like, you know, how we have like our black history month and our gender equality month um, mental health awareness month is in May. And I would really love for each team, a team to be featured every day in May and for uh, players to talk about their own mental health experiences like with themselves, with loved ones, with players, um, so that it shows that like hockey players are people too. And that um, anxiety, depression, bipolar disorder, they're all very normal conditions to have. And like, while they suck, um, it's not the end of the world. And there's ways to get You're so smart. That's such a good idea. I didn't even think about that. For those of you who didn't know, I think I mentioned this in an earlier episode of the pod, but I'm majoring in psych next year. So this is also something that means a lot to me. And um, I would love to see some of that in the NHL. Uh, I think that would be incredible. Um, Thank you so much for sharing, Allison. Mm -hmm. Again, we're going to quickly add on to that. I think that like, oh, yeah, go ahead. I think that the league is always preaching hockey is for everyone. And I think that we need to recognize as like a collective society that mental health is a part of this everyone. Yes, yes. I would really for those love of to you, see like just mental health awareness month is a part of this hockey is for everyone. Absolutely. And for those of you listening, which is all of you, because you're not watching, um, Allison just, <laughs> as soon as Callie said hockey is for everyone, the face she made, she, <laughs> she was gesturing wildly. She was real excited yes. about that. So yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> um, something, wait, something that I really love about Robin Leonard, who we obviously touched on, who Allison is obviously a big fan of, um, is that I feel like we have all this talk about, you know, 
whatever mental illnesses that you may have or are struggling with, you know, it doesn't define you. And something that I love about him is that he's been open about like, it kind of does define me. And it's just that your definition of it is wrong. Yes. I love um, it. That's been really important for me to see. Yeah. I think that is like, if we could like put that message across, like everything, like on ice, like on jerseys, on billboards, like just everyone Mm -hmm. needs to understand that. Um, Because like, there is still a large stigma around mental health and especially um, with players because um, you know with mental health issues does come like substance abuse and that is looked down upon really negatively but it's just because people didn't get like the help they needed and it's good to give people a second chance you know like Robin Leonard was given a second chance and he has really improved and is still working on himself every day and I think it's really inspiring. Absolutely that's just a beautiful statement a beautiful topic and I'm glad we're able to have this conversation and hopefully we'll do an, like just a bigger like hour long episode on this in the future with a bunch of different for people sure. who are big mental health advocates but thank you for sharing your perspective on it it's so lovely mm-hmm. now to end on a lighter note once again Browlison, everyone's Browlison. favorite everyone's <laughs> favorite so your boyfriend Brian you met him through the power players I did um how did that how did that even happen I, I'm we weren't there <laughs> you guys we were not there. there we weren't there for this. <laughs> we don't understand I think the power players last year smelled it before we did um, <laughs> okay so you know we have a little infamous power players group chat um yeah. I hate that group chat it's my favorite thing in the entire world <laughs> the closeness <laughs> of it really started last year um like everyone clicked so fast it was crazy um and so you know as like we're getting to know each other Um, last year like obviously music is a big thing to help find your group of people and Brian and I have the like almost exact same music taste sometimes I try to show him you know like Taylor Swift or Claro and he rolls his eyes but that's okay Uh, (laughs) so yeah so we were like initially connected through our like music taste um, and just started we kept talking a bit more after that and getting closer and then I felt you know the little inklings of the crush starting and I was I thought I'd let him know. So I did let him know. And at the time, he's like, didn't have the same feelings. But instead of like going our own separate awkward ways, Ew. we went, became even closer and we're like, the best is the friends until probably about like June of last year when he was like, do you still like me? And I was like, Aww. yes. Cause I'd still liked him this whole time. And he was like, I like you. And been together since last. You That's met each other my next in breath a global is my pandemic. Last. Yeah, we and met Kelly's each other in a global a pandemic. Right it's crazy. <laughs> Kelly, for those of you who were wondering, Kelly's having a breakdown uh, on screen. You guys right are now. so She's cute. Mind. <laughs> um, yes, I love him very much. Oh, you're so cute. Okay, now um, I'm gonna we're gonna stop talking about that as soon as humanly possible, so that the rest of us don't feel bad about ourselves. No, and no. our final question for you, Allison, before mm-hmm. we say goodbye, is: What is your favorite Dutch Bros drink? It changes about every other month, but right now it is the blended Tiger's Blood Lemonade. I think it's the perfect. It's getting really warm in Vegas, so it's really refreshing, really good. It's like a luxurious Slurpee, you know? (laughs) You're so good. My favorite place. So, yeah, I wish, you know, the circumstances had worked better for more of the power players to try it in Vegas, but yeah, that's lore for another time. (laughs) Lore for another time. (laughs) 
Well, Allison, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you of for being course. our first guest. Thank Happy you for having Women's me. Women's History Month. Yes. To you, Let's go our women. favorite woman. Go Aww. women. You guys are um, my favorite women. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Allison, we love you. you. We lo- I love you more. You. Is my she not the coolest? That is it for this week's episode of the Mits and Chicks podcast. We've got some really exciting stuff for you next week. We'll go over the trade deadline. We're going to have another guest and we'll see you then. Bye, guys. Bye.